Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdgasm Podcast, the podcast where we talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. I am the infestation, known as Merlin Sensei. With me is the oppression, known as Switch Riggs. Of course, we have the obsession, known as the Mupacabra, and that leads into the possession of Twelve-Sided Guy, and that makes up the demonic manifestation of Nerdgasm Inc. Hooray! That was a very good one! What a way to start Season 2! Holy cow! That was very good! I I brushed up on that a little bit earlier when I spoke with one of the local... uh, Paranormal Society members. Ooh, I'm excited to hear about that. I'm excited for a lot of things, guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good season. Mm-hmm. There are so many exciting things. Uh, I am doing this again because I live to embarrass people. Um, but yesterday was Twelve's birthday. Um, oh, I drew him birthday, a birthday 12. hand turkey. So I just wanted to, because again, Wibbly Wobbly Tommy Wimey, do a little birthday shout out. Shout out? Wow. Shart? That's where we're starting this. Why well, we got to it real quick? To our friend Dwell. <laughs> oh, I hate my life, guys. I was so excited for season two, and here we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, man, that was a great opening, Merlin. I'm so excited. Oh, hey, by the way, shout out to 12. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I rescue you with a joke. I love West my school? life. I love my life. I love Quick, my life. Cast out, cast out the life preserver. Uh, <laughs> what's 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 the difference between a chickpea and a lentil? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't I've, let. I've never a had lentil a lentil on my chest. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Season two, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have a couple things to talk about. I don't know if you gentlemen had anything that you wanted to do, but um, the first thing that I wanted to bring up actually was something that's that's been going around the internet lately that's very near and dear to my heart um, that really touched me in a way that I did not expect it to. And I don't oh, know. Oh, I know what you're going to. Yep. For, Go for it. Nickelodeon has published for the 25th anniversary of Blue's Clues this message from Steve, right? And if you if you didn't watch Blue's Clues, you know, Steve was the original, um, like the OG one that, you know, ran around the blue and looked for clues yeah. and solved things. And they published this really beautiful video where he came forward and was like, hey, you know, I just, I wanted to say thank you for all the help you gave me. And, you know, we did all these great things together and, and then I left. And it was kind of abrupt and like, but look, like we did all these great things since then. We've had jobs and we've had families and sometimes it's been hard, but that's okay. And then he, you know, he just very earnestly says like through it all, like I never forgot you mm-hmm. ever. And like, thank you. And I, I was a little bit older when Blue's Clues premiered. Um, not super old, but like probably definitely outside the demographic that was intended for Blue's Clues. Yeah. Sister but, Sensei was into Blue's Clues because, I mean, yeah. she's five years younger than me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I do remember watching it, and I had younger friends too. Um, so it, I, I, it was kind of in that age range for me. But I watched this video and it very much kind of made me feel like the video, um, where Fred Rogers tells everybody, I wanted to tell you what I told you when you were much smaller, that I love you just the way you are. And I was like, I, I just, I didn't expect it to hit so hard. So if you haven't seen this video yet and, and you kind of need a little pick me up, um, I cannot suggest it enough. It really just, I don't know what it was about that. It just made my day. 
one thing, if you notice, and I'm sure you did, Moo, because I believe you do speak uh, ASL, American Sign Language, is Not when fluently. he says thank you at the end, he... Thank you, does, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I noticed and that, too. <laughs> he... Yeah, no, I'm not fluent in it. I know a a few things here and there, but I just, they did that. And there's actually another video that they just put out um, with, it's got Steve and Joe and Josh, and they're all kind of going through and they're showing these pictures. And it's like this girl holding up a picture of a little kid with a blue stuffed animal. And then you realize it's her. She's holding her own photo from when she was a kid. And then there's like uh there's like a set of brothers in their little blue costumes, and then it shows them like you know like through the magic of television, whatever they'll hand it off the screen, and then Josh has the photo in his hand, and then they put it up on the wall, and like the whole song is about how we couldn't have done it without you, and it's just it's very cute, and one it makes me feel ancient because I didn't realize that Blue's Clues. I guess I was seven, so if it's twenty five years old, I was like seven when Blue's Clues came out, so mm-hmm. a little old, but not like completely outside the realm of possibility. But it was just really neat, and it it was nice to see. That's probably one of the things I've shared on Facebook that's traveled the furthest. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, so-and-so shared your post. So-and-so shared your post. So-and-so shared your post. And I'm like, the fuck did I post? And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's just kind of <laughs> nice to see something, especially nowadays, it's so nice to see something positive resonate with people. That's that's kind of what people have been saying. Like, the world is so screwed up right now that Steve from Blue's yeah. Clues had to be like, hold on, I'll fix this. <laughs> like, it's going to be Okay. <laughs> Because he said, yeah, and look at all the stuff we did. Like, now we've got student loans. Student loans is the first thing you said. I was like, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) And that stuff's hard sometimes. It's like, yeah. It is hard. And thank you, Steve, for telling us, like, that it's okay to say that it's hard. And I I don't know what it is about, you know, they say never meet your heroes, right? But I feel like sometimes when these childhood heroes tell us it's okay to feel this way. I've been like in a weird mindset for the last handful of days. And so really I, I needed a childhood TV persona to tell me it was going to be okay. Because as, <laughs> as again, our viewers couldn't see, but or our listeners couldn't see, but I drew a hand Turkey. Like I, I, I don't know what this headspace is right now, but I can't be an adult anymore. I just can't do it. Uh, do you all know the reason the why the actor uh, Steve had, to leave Blue's Clues or was asked to leave. Well, he I, chose I was in the first to leave. Place. Oh, he chose to leave. Okay. He chose to leave because he was going bald and he didn't want to go bald on national television with everybody no, watching. He was going bald very early on, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. I had heard it was cocaine. A lot of people say that, but then he did like an AMA later, and it's like, no. (laughs) A lot of people thought he was dead. That was a thing that was going on. That is actually one of the people commented on my Facebook. I thought he died, and I'm like, no. He was going bald. Like, he didn't die. He He, like has a band or something? Yeah. He does have a band um, that doesn't, like, it's like metal or something. It's very not what you would expect from Steve from Blue's Clues, but. Well, look at the Oakley Doakley's. I'm so, so I was thinking. I'm so glad you went there. <laughs> the Okadokli is, is, I believe, a Ned Flanders Christian metal band in Canada, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're oh, great. You crazy Canadians just making <laughs> hey, weird shit. Canada has some dope ass music. You ever heard of Tupperware Remix Party? Dude, they are fucking bussin'. I've never. <laughs> 
Got some new music. On a list of words I expected to come out of Merlin's mouth. Oh my god, you want to know what that made me think of? Okay, so there's this girl on TikTok, right? She makes knockoff Ray Dunn. I don't know if you guys have seen this Ray Dunn pottery shit. It's this very minimalistic, like, white stoneware just with black letters. And fucking women go crazy. I shouldn't say women, but it's mostly, like, white women go crazy for this shit. And they make whole displays out of it. It's a goddamn nightmare. But this woman went through and started making, like, parody Ray Dunn stuff. So, like, she has a mug that just says, bussy. (laughs) Or one. So, like... Ray Dunn essentially, like, sent her, like, a cease and desist, and were like, you can't do this, it violates copyright, and she's like, hey, fun fact, it's parody law, I can do whatever I want, like, it's not even the same font, like, but she would do these things where instead of, like, going to Hobby Lobby and stealing the Ray Dunn, she would just make a handful of these mugs and then fucking leave it on the shelf and not (laughs) say anything and just leave, so it'd be like, live, laugh, love, bussy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, there's there's so many different variations now. You got the pussy, you got the bussy, you got the thrussy. You the, got wait, the what? The thrussy. That's a thing? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Did you see... Oh, God. Since we're talking about this, I, I wasn't going to go here. I got an ad from some fucking bougie-looking swimsuit company. Love it or hate it, labia cleavage is here. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, okay. Labia so. cleavage. Oh yeah. What? No, no, no. This yeah. is and it's it's like it's an Instagram thing now. It's like I am I am surprised you guys are just now finding out this sort of thing. Like this is camel made. toe. It's like camel yeah. toe, but so we just... make it look so much worse. First of all, that's how you get this infection. They have inserts they sell for that now to fake it. Yeah, but... to like make it worse like I, do you know how many years of my life i spent trying not to have a camel toe do you know how hard it is to wear any kind of like yoga active wear fucking ballet is a nightmare like are you kidding me there's nothing i can it's just vagina as far as the eye can see it's a nightmare and now these people are like <gasps> labia cleavage and i'm like can we not please could we not Baby, you got something for me. I love that show so much. It's so irreverent. I, and I shouldn't admit that, but I, I love Drawn Together. That's going to be stuck uh, in my head. Thank you for that, because I'm going to go to work tomorrow, and I'm going to be, like, putting donuts on the tray, just fluffy, muffy, stuffy in the yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what are you singing? Like, nothing, nothing. You didn't hear anything. It's fine. God, I'll just go back together. to fucking... Old show. Very old show. <laughs> back in the day... Old. Oh, I was in, like, wait, I'm sorry. That's not old, but you'll call Breath of the Wild old. Thank you very much. It's an older video game. <laughs> Look, you see, that's the thing that threw me <laughs> off, too, because a lot of people nowadays are like, oh, retro, vintage, antique Wii. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. I was in college <laughs> when that came out. Like, are you shitting me? Like, I... Uh, maybe, you know, as soon as you hit, like, I'd say... The original Xbox, I'd say those are getting near the antique. Original Xbox, not Xbox not antique. I think you could say vintage, but I don't know that yeah. you could say antique. Yeah, vintage. Yeah. Look, vintage. an Atari Twenty Six Hundred that may be antique. We're gonna have to look up the you know rules of antique. 
That's true. I've, said, I, anyway, I, I've my, got a book back there, actually, probably, that's got it. Because there's, like, 20th century furniture back there. Uh, I guess some, like, 1950s theater chairs. Yeah, you can kind of see the frame a little bit as I move my arm. Twelve, you're in a dungeon. Don't lie to us. All we can see is dungeon. You have yeah. torches. You want to play the green street screen game? Congratulations, you're a goblin now. That's all you got. You don't get to talk this, about your background. This, is, this is the dungeon I am the master of. Hush in, hush in Imagine... your Dutch okay, goblin master, okay. with a Canadian accent. To make something an antique, it must be at least one hundred years old to be considered a antique. Okay, there you go. Yes. Really? So, like Merlin's yes. baby shoes. <laughs> Did you have you have baby shoes that are from like? 19. No, I'm being a dick. I'm calling him old again. This is just oh. a continuation of the bullshit I've I'm been I'm not even since. halfway to antique. <laughs> is Betty Speaking what is of antiques, <laughs> do you guys remember when that was a thing? Antiquing? Antiquing. A little yeah. bit. What do you mean, I was? got I got antiqued at a sleepover, and it was awful. Because your instinct when something hits you, okay, C12 is making a face. This is not a thing in Canada. No, so antiquing is too. when you take a big old thing of flour and you throw it in someone's face because then they're all white and dusty and they look like an antique. This okay. is a thing, nope. guys. No, I thought you were talking about like the fad of going out and no, 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 picking no, no, up no, no, antiques. Because no. no. I remember when oh, that was, shit. you know kind of the in thing a while back. No, yeah. so when I was in high school, like, every sleepover that we had, um, it, it, and maybe it was just, it, it was on Jackass. They did it on Jackass or, like, CKY, Viva La Bam, one of those things, and of course, knowing the group of kids that I hung out with in high school, everybody thought it was hilarious, and so whoever fell asleep first, or whoever woke up last, honestly, probably both, was getting antiqued. And I was the last one up the one time. And no, I was the last one to fall asleep. First one to fall asleep. That's what it was. Because I remember distinctly, I opened my eye when they threw it because they made noise. And you know what What happens when flour hits moisture? Mm-hmm. Becomes a paste. Yeah. Yes, it does. It's also very hard to get out of your eyeball, especially when you have contacts in. That was a blast. Um, it's really funny. It's a bitch well, to clean up. Hopefully from from that day on, you realized when you see something come shooting at your eye, you close them. <laughs> if only, man. If only that was the lesson that I learned from that. That would have saved me a lot of heartache later. Yeah, so everything is uh, vintage before it's antique. So, uh. yes. Yeah, so we're not in, in I, antique yet. I guess then the line is you know, between retro and vintage. I feel like that's just flavor text at this point. Is it? They mean the same thing, I feel like. Could be. Could be. Speaking Could of be. not retro, um, we're going to go back to where I was talking about earlier. Um, I had um, other video game questions, and I'm thinking maybe Ooh. you guys can address them for me. I will try. So, yes. I saw... You guys are probably more up on this than I am. This big old long fancy letter from the Overwatch people about how Jesse McCree is no longer going to be called Jesse McCree. Um, and uh, there's this whole big like drama going on behind it because basically Blizzard sucks at sexual discrimination. And they're like, I know what we'll do. 
we'll just change the name of this guy because this character is named after this guy that was a dirtbag, but we won't fix any of the problems with our country, our company, country, company. I mean, it's all really the same, same thing difference. at this point. Like, <laughs> we'll just continue to treat women like shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's classic management 101. Don't address the problem. Pizza party. Pizza party. There you <laughs> go. Well, well, okay, so what exactly is the question in here? Um, I'm just kind of curious what your feelings on this are, actually, because I don't play Overwatch, so I can I give a either. fuck what they change his name to. I don't care if they call him, you know, Poopy McStink Pants, but, like, I I guess because of this, so, like, it says, uh, let me try to find the right, the actual quotation. Going forward, in-game characters will no longer be named after real employees, and we will be more thoughtful and discerning about adding real-world references in future Overwatch content. Blah, 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 blah. And then they end it with, We know that actions speak louder than words, and we hope to show you our commitment to making Overwatch a better experience in-game and continue to make our team the best it can be. Okay. Well, it's really? just mouth service. I suppose I'll be uh, I'll identify as, as one of our possible listeners here and ask, "What the heck are you talking about? What was, what's the scandal?" Okay. Uh, so essentially, okay, <laughs> um, basically, tons of shit going on within the company, like sexual assault and offenses, harassment, um, unequal hiring practices, unequal promotion practices. So specific details have come out about the company via message leaks. One of the many leaks revealed that in 2013, many Blizzard executives and developers had a hotel room at BlizzCon deemed, quote, the Cosby Room. Here it was unveiled that the participants engaged in sexual discussions over women employed at the country. Country. God damn it. Company. Company. I can't. I can't. Jesse McCree, namesake of the character, was found to be involved in this activity. The developer was fired earlier, and a public outcry demanded that the character see a change as well. The Overwatch team finally responded, opening their statement that, quote, we built the Overwatch around the idea that inclusivity, equality, and hope are the building blocks of a better future. That was from esports.com. Yeah, well, so here's my thought on that, is uh, they... You immediately condemn them as soon as you I hear that it's called the Cosby Room. Like they yes. knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. They they were laughing about oh. it. Like John, it's it's lip service. Uh, great for them. It's GPR. I mean, you you do have to remember though, twelve that that here on the uh, uh, lower side uh, of Canada, uh, this is also the country that elected a man that said, go out and grab him grab by, the, by pussy. the pussy. So you have money, you can do whatever you want. So, let's not get too political. Women's rights! <laughs> Women's rights! Oh, so, I did see, without going too political, I did see a lovely group of women on TikTok dressed in Handmaiden's Tale outfits. Mm-hmm. Headed for uh, the Texas Capitol with signs that said "Ruth sent us," and I'm here for that. Yeah, I love it. I heart Ruth Bader Ginsburg so much, but I will not say anything else. I will shut up about Texas. Switch can talk now. Thank you. So, as a person that actually plays Blizzard games, uh, I actually play Diablo three a lot. Uh, so do I. And the thing with me is, is that. Even though yes, they did some very bad things, and I don't, you know, I don't uh, 
you know, like that they did them. It's not good. And they should change their ways and they should have somebody come in and figure out what's going on, fire people that were being stupid, whatever they need to do. The thing is, I'm going to continue playing the games because there's those other, what, let's say maybe 70% of other people that didn't do anything wrong. And I still want to pay them. That's how I feel about it. Just I, I like, kind of get what you're saying. So. Just like yeah, when J.K. Rowling saying... made the stupid uh, remark about, you know, lesbians and stuff like that, and or by people. transgender, Tran- but yeah. Transgender in general. Yeah. If I buy her books, I pay her, but I hurt the other probably 2,000 other people that don't get paid at all if I don't buy. If I, if I like something that she created. I don't, you know... I don't support the creator. I try to support everyone else. I know I can't just decide where my money goes, but I hope some of it goes to the person that helped make the book when they're the ones not technically um, making that statement. That was helpful to hear because I've actually really, J.K. Rowling specifically, I've really been struggling with that a lot, especially Mm -hmm. as my kids get to the age where like, they're starting to get into Harry Potter and they're asking those questions and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I want to do this. And I loved those books. They were such a part of my childhood and now it's like right. fuck, do I but, really wanna See and and I have in my house there's a very extremist side of no, I'm never gonna buy their books again or acknowledge the, the franchise ever again. But for me it's like you know, yes, she wrote the books, but it's our interpretation of the book that we wanna have. Um so I can pretend that, you know, you know, the Weasley brothers are, you know, you know, gay <coughs> brothers if I really wanted to. It's my choice. Weird, weird, weird I, uh, description, but it's, that's how I, I feel. I think it helped. It. it helped, too, that uh, people like Daniel Radcliffe and, um, mm-hmm. fuck me, I, Luna Lovegood, I can't think of her actual oh, name, Ivana Lynch. Oh. Um, okay. Ivana Lynch came out and said, like, hey, we love you, we see you, we support you. She's not right for saying these things. Emma yeah. Watson did it too. I think Rupert Grint did it. They all were like, "Hey, this is super not cool. We love you." Like, yeah. Don't be afraid to still take from these stories what you took from them just because this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, no, by no means am I saying like fuck Blizzard because that was going around on Twitter but for a while too. That's what people, people are like, doing. Boycott the whole yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, it, it's it's actually a pretty enlightened outlook switch that you kind of put put out there, because, you know, if, if you think about it, if you boycott the company, and that does affect their sales, mm-hmm. are the CEOs gonna get hit? No. It's the people at the bottom that are gonna get, you know, right. laid off or whatever, and then we're gonna lose, you know, maybe some of the great in-house publishers or whatever that are working for slash with Blizzard and stuff like that. And then we're just stuck with, you know, scum. Yeah, and it's just, that's how I feel about it because, uh, you know, for a company or someone that, you know, publishes something, you can't forget about everyone else that's behind them that probably doesn't have that opinion. Yeah. Or does those types of things. It's not right that that person said anything like that because that's hurting those people behind them as well. I've actually encountered something kind of like this uh, in regards to content that I've created around H.P. Lovecraft, where I've had people calling me, you're a supporter, I'm like, dude's dead, I'm not, he has some pretty shitty views, but me me buying an RPG book based on his work isn't, you know, 
propelling a racist platform, at least that I can tell. Right. And I mean, if you really look at the Lovecraftian mythos, like, HP only contributed so much, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a surprisingly small percentage, you know, of the entire mythos that, that he, like, you know, contributed to, and it was everybody that kind of ran with it that fleshed it out and gave it, you know, that wonderful sci-fi, horror-esque kind of mm-hmm. bleak... Oh, I love it. <laughs> Some, something that I hope our, our listeners can can expect from us in the future is is content, uh, maybe even, like, written fiction in that setting. Oh, that'd be something. Written fiction. I've never, I have to confess, guys, I've never read anything by H.P. Lovecraft. That's it's okay. always been on my list of things to do, and it just never happened. So, oh, you're honest, actually getting a taste. I, go ahead. Go ahead. 12. I gotta be honest, I kind of half expected that to be uh, a false admission of you saying you've never written any smut. <laughs> I don't know why. My brain was She's just probably like, just... never written it. She's thought it very hard, though. Yes, I've thought um, it very hard. So, Moo, and unfortunately I forgot it was Wednesday. If you've been watching What If at all... Literally. I missed today because of yeah. a sick kiddo, but I'm caught yeah. up on everything else. I'm gonna watch it right after we finish the podcast here, because I totally forgot. But, um... It was um, Doctor ever- Strange's episode. Doctor Strange's episode, uh, Captain uh, whatever Carter's episode. Captain Carter. Those have Lovecraftian themes with with the squid monster, the tentacle monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm just I'm just yeah, I wishing. Mean, I can see that. I'm wishing for just the Eldritch you know monsters to be the next big monster that comes out, and they have to fight in the MCU. You know, I, well, I can't even wait. if we're just talking about giant monsters have any of you seen the suicide squad yet no the new one no not yet well if you're familiar with um dc at all and and starro starro is basically a giant lovecraftian beast if you think about it Mm. yeah well even in the new movie uh shang chi uh the, it, it literally was pointing it's like literally right here hp lovecraft themed stuff is coming like i don't want to give anything away for everyone but it, it's yeah i haven't seen that one yet either it's it's great it was great i went i got into theaters by myself and i was like eh, why does this have like a 96 percent on rotten tomato i'm like that's a pretty damn good uh you know uh percentage not to be for... a dick but because it's asian actors which is I a real shame guess. but disney does not promote it's if it's not hetero white men, Disney does not promote those superhero movies the same way. If you look at what happened with Black Widow, it, if you look at what happened with Shang-Chi, if you look at what happened to Ryan the Last Dragon, they don't they don't promote those movies the same 96 way. 96 out of 100. It's it's great. It's yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, but I, I think but... she was addressing why you were like, oh, why is it this good? Like, because no. maybe the trailers didn't look as phenomenal or whatever, or you didn't hear... No, you know. I I was okay. just genuinely curious about how the stories were going. Like everything okay. is like okay. four four point five or almost near you know ten ten stars. I was just curious. Mm. I I never look at ratings normally, but then I saw that and I was like, oh wow. I misheard really? what you said. Switch. I withdraw my comment. Yeah, I was I was very confused because <laughs> I'm like. I was like, the story's amazing, the plot line is great, you know, and, and it's, of course, you know, the hero story. Everyone has a hero story, because they got to introduce a new character. Um, of course. 
the comedy was spot on every single time. Like I was like, oh, oh, here comes the joke, and then just bam, perfect, right on the dot. I was like, mm, great. I just ate it up. Yeah, and I wanted to. I want to go see it again. Like I'm just like, I need oh. to go. Need to go see it again. It's that good. Nice. So. I want to see the new season of Dancing with the Stars. I am so excited. I love dance shows. So this is, okay, this is, you can make that face all you want, Merlin, but this is season 30, right? This show has been on since 2005. I'm aware that it's popular. <coughs> yeah. Mama jo- Sensei and Sister Sensei <coughs> watch it. So Jojo Siwa <coughs> is a contestant this year, right? And my girls okay. love Jojo. Jojo is go the see f- the movie? Probably, in all honesty, because they want to see it. But... <coughs> Jojo gets to dance with a woman. Ooh. Oh, cool. She is the first contestant in 30 seasons to have to be part of a same-sex couple, which to me is really exciting because one, because she's young. Um, so two, like two, she has that connection. And there was all of that controversy when she came out on TikTok um, and people lost their fucking minds over this literal actual child. Just like, I mean, I guess she's 18, whatever. This mm-hmm. child trying to find her own happiness. People were like, say. She can't be gay. We're not letting our kids listen to her anymore. How dare you? You're corrupting them. Blah, 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 blah. Go fuck yourself, Karen. So I'm really excited that Dancing with the Stars is choosing to kind of be a little more progressive. And I'm really excited to see how this works because I don't have an expert knowledge of ballroom dancing, but I have taken enough ballroom dancing classes that I'm curious to see how that dynamic works because there's just very different things that men and women do on the dance floor. And I'm I'm just I think it's the people that your TikTok or you know the news feeds that you read because yeah I I saw that too but there was all, nothing but love on the side that I could see. there's a lot of that too you're absolutely right there are a ton of people coming out the other way and saying oh my god this is fantastic yes girl live your truth go do you blah blah mm-hmm. blah 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 but there's also and I guess maybe because I see parenting stuff mm-hmm. on don't. TikTok as well. And yeah, and I'm getting those parents. Not a lot of them anymore at this time. To- at this point, Kink Talk has sort of kicked a lot of that out, and I don't get a ton of the conservative stuff. Anymore, I get I get but... Kink Talk, Alt Talk, and E Girl Talk. That's about what I get. And Witch Talk sometimes. <laughs> I I was just we had this conversation earlier, you and I, and I was just amazed that that this is just now happening. Right, like it just seemed like the sort of thing where I'm like, wait, this is only just now happening. Like it just seems so past yeah, due. Only just now, yeah. Like we, just, I, it's just crazy how much we're still. Like, yeah, hey, you know, it'd be super great if we could have like maybe a little bit of equality. Would that be okay with you? Awesome, thanks. Hmm. Well, don't forget, we've also had the talk that you know sometimes it's not in a matter of speaking about equality. Sometimes it's about equities sometimes it's about yes you know like in this yeah you know it's it's but yes i i fully support you know if you if you you know if you're going on a show you know dance with who you want to dance with i can't judge like like look at me i i would be lying if i said i didn't know i was privileged like so I like I can't oh, yeah. comment on this stuff and be like, oh, oh yeah. you know, 
It's hard for no. I'd be like, yeah, you do you. It's hard to be a straight white man. I know. I, I, how many times have I made the joke previously? It's like, I am public enemy number one. I am a white straight male in America between the Kermit? ages of 24 <laughs> and 40. In a strange world being a monogamish. Oh. Monogamish, yes. <laughs> monogamish. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Mr. Merlin, are you ready to take it away with the Geeky Weeky? <clears throat> well, temporarily before that, two things. Switch has a game announcement, I believe. Oh, yes! Uh, 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 um, keep these ums in there, by the way, because it's me frantically remembering where my stuff is. Uh, on the 16th of September, we have Skatebird coming back out, or coming out. Where you're a tiny little bird, uh, trying to get your bird, is it, I think it's your bird friend, back into skateboarding. It's so, it's so cute. I can't wait. I want to play it on stream as soon as it comes out. I was about name? to say, can we expect you to stream Almost it? There definitely, you go. yes. Is yes. his name Tony Hawk, but he's an yes. actual hawk? Yes. Because I would really like to see that. Yeah, I, know that's I, I think we made that joke, joke before. And it's it was still, like, oh. I don't even give a fuck. It still makes me so happy. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will be definitely playing that when it comes out on the sixteenth here, seven days from the recording, but very, very soon for everyone hearing this. <coughs> yep. And uh, earlier in the week, um, I'll say that considering timey wimey, uh, Pokemon Unite got an update. They buffed Wigglytuff. That's it. Cool. That yeah. that's pretty much it, and they released a skin for Slowpoke. Not a big deal, but everybody's looking forward to the mobile release on the 22nd, uh, mainly because we're getting some free goodies. <laughs> yeah. I have, uh, I have free one goodies. last thing. I have one last thing. Yes. For all listeners, I'm sorry you can't see this, but um, Moo's boobs are right on point tonight. Just saying. They are. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even oh wearing God. a bra, but I her know. breasts are looking perky and wonderful and she's got great cleavage going on. Thank you very much for acknowledging that. No problem. Alright, now to Geeky Weeky. (laughs) Alright, so now, moving on to the Geeky Weeky. Starting with Sunday, September 12th, we have Grandparents Day, National Chocolate Milkshake Day, and National Video Games Day, among (gasps) a few others, but those are definitely the highlights. Oh my god, there's a National Video Games Day? Mm, Hell yeah, there is! We need to make plans, guys. So many plans. Definitely. Uh, Monday, September 13th, a couple of the highlighted events are International Chocolate Day, uh, National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. That is very important. Uh, that is the grain allergy, effectively, if I remember. Uh, gluten. Sorry, gluten. sorry, sorry. It, it, it is an affliction in which you cannot consume gluten, uh, which gluten is like everywhere, man. It really is. I, I, I told Switch I would not interrupt during this, so I will shut my mouth while you continue. Uh, it's also National Peanut Day. Positive Thinking Day, Programmers Day, and Roll Doll Day. Again, that's just to name a few of the highlights. Uh, Tuesday, September 14th, Hug Your Hound Day. So give all them puppers and doggos and floofers and woofers a big old hug from the Nerdgasm team. 
Uh, National Ants on a Log Day, which is celery with peanut butter and raisins. Personally, I skip the raisins, but I love you know, raisins. Uh, it's good. Uh, Moo, uh, you're going to want to take note of this one. National Coloring Day. <gasps> it's like it was made just for me. I know, right? Uh, and uh, for uh, the rest of us that are big old fatties, it's National Cream Filled Donut Day and National Eat a Hoagie Day. What day is uh, this? Moving on, Wednesday, September 15th is Greenpeace Day, uh, International Dot Day, Make a Hat Day, uh, National Double Cheeseburger Day, and Yom Kippur. So, there's that. Uh, Thursday, September 16th, Collect Rocks Day, uh, Mayflower Day, Mexican Independence Day, National Choose Your Chocolate Day. The correct answer is white chocolate. Uh, uh, National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day, uh, National Guacamole Day, National Play-Doh Day, uh, and uh, apparently it's also Stay Away from Seattle Day. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, let me just take a quick look. A very real celebrated, much needed day off for the Emerald City from the influx of people coming in all year round. Oh, so basically it's just, you know, uh, a day off for Seattle because it's always so busy because it's so popular. Uh, Friday, September 17th, International Country Music Day. Uh, International Apple Dumpling Day. Uh, National Concussion Awareness Day. Uh, National Monte Cristo Day, National Pet Bird Day, uh, and National Tradesmen Day. Um, you know, that's kind of one thing that I sort of regret a little bit is, you know, going to college because I, I had the idea of getting into business and opening up my own shop and stuff like that. And I almost kind of wish I would have went to a trade school. So definitely consider the option because... It's a lot easier to get a job if you know a trade skill, you have one, in my opinion. You have one literally one town over, and you still can go to it. I'm too old can to you learn. Really? I'm too stupid you... to learn. Huh? I didn't know you could do that as an adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ehovi, the place where I went, in Milan, Ohio, everybody, uh, has adult classes. Yeah, talking with um, my counselor and stuff like that, like it comes up every once in a while, they're like, are you interested in going and learning a trade? And I'm like, I am not a good learner. Yeah, and they're <laughs> yeah, that's um, not true, Merlin. And they're also doing um, a lot of free stuff due to new laws that are being passed uh, for adults to be able to go to trade schools. So. Gotcha. All right. Finally, for Saturday, September 18th, we've got a couple of important ones. National HIV and AIDS and Aging Awareness Day or National HIV slash AIDS and Aging Awareness Day. So important, again, to uh, have that talk because uh, HIV and AIDS is still, you know, uh, a big issue, still uncurable, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, but, you know, Manageable. there are great strives in medicine that are taking place, and hopefully in the near future, you know, we'll be able to get it under control. Uh, National Gymnastics Day, National First Love Day, uh, National Dance Day, National Cleanup Day. Uh, earlier in the week, we had National Double Cheeseburger. Now it's National Cheeseburger Day. And, of course, probably the most important thing for Saturday, September 18th, Batman Day. Oh, man. 
September eighteenth is also my mini Moo's birthday. So I want to tell her happy seventh birthday. It is squishes? Squeaks. Squeaks. (laughs) I always get it wrong. I think Squish is the elder, but it's Squeaks that's the elder. Mm -hmm. She has such a squishy face, that's why we call her Squish. Uh Uh, I feel bad that her birthday party is Sunday the nineteenth, I believe. Mm And she actually told Moo to invite me. And originally... What she what she actually said was, Mom, I wish Merlin could come to my birthday, but he can't. And I said, well, I can ask him. She's like, you can do that? I said, yes, I can ask. But I said, sweetie, you got to remember, we live out of state, baby. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't work like that. It's not like he's coming, you know, from 20 minutes away. It's like a three-hour drive to get here, so... And... And when Moo asked me, I am not the heartless bastard that some people think I am. <laughs> I said, well, I can't say no. When is it? Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. And Sunday is literally the only day that I ever have anything planned out. Because for the past 10 years, at mm-hmm. least, I believe, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons with the same group. It's one of my mental anchors. Okay, I was gonna and say, was just... Merlin, come on, just for the kid, come on. I I would have. She I understands if it so. was literally any, any other day. You should you should you should surprise her and just be there Saturday. Just you know, because you can't oh. be there Sunday. Be like, hey, I came to see you specifically. That would be so nice. Oh of my you. goodness! Just say it. Look, I will make no promises and ask <laughs> you no questions, and I will tell you no lies. <laughs> you know, if and she... that is the Geeky Weeky until next week, starting with Sunday, September 19th. Woo-hoo! Because you know what, Moo? If she really wanted me to come there on a weekend, I'd be like, okay, I'm on my way. <laughs> we'll make it happen. I understand, no, so... but I understand he needs the anchor, and that is very important. I told you, I originally said, so well, I can't say no, but... But it I was just be like, whose child is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you know, you can see it in their faces. Or they're, they're, they're moose I children. I have thought about potentially seeing if I could maybe at least send a gift. She's we'll she see. just. It's so funny how much she. They get so excited, right? It, it, and it's so funny because they came running upstairs tonight, which I felt bad because the younger one is having breathing issues. So she's like running and coughing. She's like, Mom, what are you playing tonight? And I'm like, it's Dungeons and Dragons tonight. And they went, the dog one? Because they know every other week I play the dog story. And the guy who runs the dog campaign was on the microphone and he went, oh, I wish anybody got as excited as she did about that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're super pumped about it, but just you wait, because like, if my kids had left by this point, I said, because I'm running this fucking campaign into the ground. <laughs> so you, you think you know how Curse of Strahd's about to go? Buckle up, Buttercup, because it's about yeah, to get weird. Yeah, you, you gave me a new, uh, a new uh, achievement to try to uh, reach, is, is just run Curse of Strahd and have the players looking like, oh, Gothic Horror, Vampire, Yachty, and just, just have them be like, what did we sign up for? Like, what yep. is run run Strahd like he's you remember those those commercials uh, those cat food commercials with the like the men's of the forties that act as mm-hmm. like cats just that except Strahd <laughs> just a human cat person oh man we're gonna have fun with it 
So nerdy things. So, so naughty things now. <laughs> naughty things, and I think Switch has stories for us. Uh, so yeah, for starters, I went to a new munch this past week, uh, and we actually had a really good talk about uh, consent, and also about the, um, I can never remember, the negotiation uh, aspect of everything. Okay. Uh, and this is coming, you know, I don't have any direct quotes because I haven't re-listened, but uh, our head uh, kink person in the in the area that I go to uh, gave us a speech. And one thing that she did say is that, you know, it's always good to negotiate uh, either when you're starting a scene or at least have that preemptive uh, negotiation that you've talked about what you expect normally out of out of doing a scene or uh, you know in play uh, if people don't know what a scene is it's kind of like what you're going to act out or be part of like you say okay are we going to have sex during this scene and what kind of what kind of things we're going to have or are we just going to thing do things that you want to and experience things like that uh, for a set amount of time or however you do it at home uh and she gave us a literal packet. It was about six pages long, and it was a checklist. Like, for it started off with categories of vanilla things. Are we having sex? Yes or no? Maybe. You know, kissing? Yes or no? Hugging? Yes or no? And then went down into, like, things like uh, tie being tied up or being suspended or, uh, and then maybe, you know, do you want to do breath play? Yes or no? What are you comfortable with? And uh, she also went over a lot of uh, make sure you're uh, in, a, in a headspace where you can consent to all this stuff. Because that was another thing that, that while we were there, uh, we had uh, the person that was had the venue. And he was like, all right, everybody, after the munch, if you're staying, you can participate in the alcohol. But as soon as you do, you are not allowed to join any of the scenes because at that point you are technically impaired, and he doesn't want anyone to make a mistake. Or you know. I think that's fantastic. Th yeah, that's that's spot on. Mm -hmm. The correct way to handle that situation, in my opinion. Yeah, because well, there are so many ahead. people that I think tell themselves, "Oh, you know, I just I just need a drink or two to get loosened up, and I'll be fine." And it's like, well, if you have those apprehensions, if your body's telling you that maybe this is the right choice, uh, substances are not the way to get past that. Like you, you need to be comfortable with what you're doing, right, on your own, right. Uh, and it was, uh, it was very, I understood beforehand. But it was more enlightening to see kind of that process that some people took. Because quite seriously, Candy and one of her her subs went over how they do their their negotiations. And it's like, they had things, you know, months ago that they tried. And they said, hey, I'd like that. I don't want to do that. But they evolved over time. And they didn't, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't go over a checklist every single time. They kind of have yeah. it already made up. Uh, and, like her sub didn't there was a there was a play like a month and a half ago where she was scratching him now beforehand he didn't want that he didn't really like think he'd like that so he said no mm -hmm. then she accidentally scratched him and he's like ooh 
do it again. <laughs> and they kept going. <laughs> and he was like, right. yes, yes, keep going. And and she's checking in on him. I was I was there. I was watching it. She's like, hey, you okay? You still green? Uh, by the way, we use a traffic light uh, system mm-hmm. where green is good, yellow is, let's maybe back off a little bit. And red is, stop, 100%, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I need you to stop right now. We need to go to aftercare something like that um but yeah he was just like keep keep going so their their negotiations kind of evolved in the moment we were all watching it he was almost bleeding from them we could hear and see it just oh god see that's frightening to me (laughs) i i enjoy some scratching but uh not to the point of of bleeding but it was close I, i do like a little bit of uh a little bit of rough stuff a little bit of biting a little bit of scratching uh, and another uh, thing was we had a different different set of people that were there, and they negotiate every single time before they start a, start a play. And really, I, I know the people a little bit, and I can understand why because the the sub in the relationship, uh, she was abused by a fake dom for years, and she okay uh, that he was a fake dom essentially. And he basically had her as a slave uh, with no good contract where she could get out of it easily. Thankfully, she did. But uh, they negotiate every single time so they know what they're doing. And the trust, their their trust stays, you know, in in their in their uh, relationship much better than than it would if they didn't. I think that's really important to kind of I think a lot of people assume like there's. There's one right way to do things, you know, like you mentioned an actual paper contract. And I know this is, I'm not, I want to make perfectly clear, I am not holding this aloft as a good example. Well. But Fifty Shades of Grey, he has a whole friggin' contract that she has to sign, right? And their relationship is not a healthy one by any way, shape, or form. I was going to say, what I think of the paper uh, packet um, you know, it, it's kind of like in Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, it's more of a guideline. You know what I mean, like <laughs> that was brought you know, up. Yeah. Take and choose. You know what you feel comfortable with, and some things are, I mean, admittedly, sometimes taken for granted in a lot of relationships. You know, it's like you don't always, especially if you've been with somebody and you know you know that stuff. It's like, hey, are we gonna kiss? It's like, well, yeah, of course we are. You know what I mean? For some relationships. Right. But I think that's an important one, especially with your when you're with a new partner, because I think in a lot of ways, that's more intimate than sex. You know, I, people make the joke about, I mean, joke, whatever, the comment about, like, how I see it a lot of times in, like, movies with any kind of sex worker where they're like, no kissing. And that's their thing. Like, they draw that line there. But for really, for a lot of people, like... I've had conversations with people where they, they detail different sex acts or like even have read smut, have read fan fiction. And when they describe kissing, it's different. And that's the part that actually kind of has caught me off guard sometimes in conversations where I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that would be a thing that would happen, wouldn't it? But like, that feels more intimate than, to me than like, mm-hmm. I mean, we can count on one hand how many times that I've said I would let Carl Urban rail me through a mattress. How many times have I said, oh, I want to look into his eyes and give him a kiss? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. And Okay, so so bad example on my part, but I think everybody understands what I was going No, I understood right. it completely. I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing, too. That's... Right. 
no. Well, there's, there's like, also the aspect that for some people that that contract, depending on, on how it's, it's written up, is is effectively a legal defense as well, right? Like I, because I, again, I came up in, in San Fran before travel was really restricted, right? So there's a lot of, of let's say well-to-do people that it, no, they you know their comfort zone. Lays within having to establish like every every like a timestamp for every encounter like that, and what the other person is consenting to, so that you know should they they turn around and claim something nefarious happened, that person's got a record of that. Nope, here's is what was described. Here's what I have consented from them at this date. Here's their signature. Right, and some people may hear that. And think, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, why would somebody go that far and stuff like that? And it's like, well, because people you know, suck. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, on both sides of things, you know, uh, you know, male, female, and everything in between and beyond, you know, people can lie to defame somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, or to try and gain some kind of clout on their own or something like that. Right. You know, it's unfortunate because depending on, you know, their standing or whatever, somebody's word will have more weight than someone else's. And it's not always the truth. Yeah. And there, yeah, actually, that happened. Oh. It's OK. That was actually brought up as well as one of the things is a lot of people do do this as a contract. So, hey, hey this is what we're going to do. And, you know, these are the, the boundaries. And one of the examples was a football player that, you know, someone was trying to scam. And he, they, were, they were like weirded out that he wanted a contract as well. It's like, no, I'm just, you know, if something happens, I, you know, I want to say this is what we did. We had your signatures right here saying this is what you agreed to. And it's to cover yourself. It, a lot of things with men and women and everyone in between, of course, right. It it's a scary thing when you're talking to someone and you are let's say are famous or have something that someone might want to take from you right i'll say that the the contract i can definitely see being something for a very new relationship just to you know kind of cover the p's and q's and honestly in my opinion yes it may not be the sexiest thing ever but you know if you're going to go that step and have you know sexual intercourse you probably have a good feeling for each other and you know hopefully your partner will understand and be like you know i get it and not be like well what is this is stupid i'm out of here you know what i mean well and that being said too um and this is something we've talked about before merlin but like um switch mentioned that how during that whole process even though it was something they had agreed upon they were always checking in Yes. And I think that's the important thing about consent is consent can be revoked at any time. So if I tell you that I want you to pull my hair and spit in my mouth and then suddenly I decide mm, maybe we could not do that, that's my choice. Yes. Just mm-hmm. like you could say, absolutely, I'll pull your hair and spit in your mouth. And then you go to do it and you're like, mm, no, I'm going to not. Thanks. And I have to. It's up to me to respect that. Mm-hmm. I've brought up before that when Merlin and I were seeing each other there was a time we slept together and then there was a time that we didn't sleep together and there was still a lot of touching up to that point. There was, I think you gave me a back massage. My shirt was off. Like we kissed a little bit. It didn't progress though. 
And you respected Mm -hmm. that. That didn't mean that the next time that I was over there that things couldn't progress if we just... Right. Communication is important. Like, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, you know, yeah, in my own case, I am very wary and respectful. You know what I mean? Because I'm the type of person that, you know, I can get attached fairly quickly, so to speak. And that's kind of what leads to my wariness is I don't want to screw it up, which also leads into the respectfulness, you know what I mean? Which is like, hey, you know, I'm not like a lot of other guys potentially, you know, that are, you know, chads or alphas or whatever. It's like I am an equal partnership type relationship Mm -hmm. person. Look, man, I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> your name is neither chad nor kyle nor whatever that third name he said was my little brother's name is chad is it really yeah. i didn't know that is he a chad though no okay then we'll we'll forgive him this time he's a keith but yeah. he looks like a keith, keith. he looks like a keith okay. <laughs> sounds good to me um, I, I have one more quick little thing to bring up this weekend. So oh, yeah. uh, that happened this weekend. So uh, we went out to visit family because, well, I, I told, I don't remember if I got to bring this up on the podcast or not last week, but since we're talking about names, uh, I took an order from somebody at the bakery last week and his name was Todd. And I was like, can you give me your last name, please? And he was like, Todderich. And I was like, oh. Your your name is Todd Totterich. And then I laughed in his face. And then I had to explain why I was laughing in his face. And he was like, no, man, I totally get it at this point. But I, I digress. Oh, wait, no, so, I have one to add on to that as well. You're not my dad, Todd Todrich. <laughs> <laughs> About names. Um... <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, so McDonald's has started doing uh, using their app to do orders ahead of time, and I was like, "Oh, sure, I'll try it out. Whatever, type in things, blah blah blah." And I didn't realize what name I put down. So I get to my the drive-through, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, here's my number, J seven five nine," and the girl goes, "Switch." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> that's me." <laughs> But now I went. Uh, this is this is Wednesday, everybody. Timey wimey stuff. I went today, and I pulled up expecting that that reaction again. And she goes, I go, you know, oh yeah, I'm P seven, blah blah blah. And she's like, oh, switch. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell her, that's. I, lo- I was like, thank you for that reaction. She's, she just <laughs> laughed. <laughs> It's funny you say that because, like, earlier today, like I said, I spoke with a member of one of the local paranormal uh, societies, and when I put down my contact information, I, you know, sent the email, you know, regards Merlin, and, you know, that's part of my email address and everything, so I get the phone call, and they're like, Merlin? I'm like, yes, that's me! (laughs) (laughs) That's me! I'm that person! (laughs) I am Merlin! (laughs) I'm the one who casts spells. Well, that's. I was talking to my cousin this weekend about everything, right? Well, going on with that, there's actually a lady on um, t- 
Twitter, read it somewhere that she said she forgot she went to Dunkin' Donuts and they called out the order and she forgot that her name in the system was Bananakin Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) So, but a a friend of mine and I, we used to do that. We would go to like whatever restaurant we were going to, we would leave the most ridiculous name we could think of and you had to do it with a straight face. And my favorite one that he ever did was we were at Olive Garden and he walked and they said name. He said, Dr. Gorgatron. Just stone-faced. And then they had to call that out over the loudspeaker, which was just the best day of my entire life. But neither here nor there. I was. It was this past weekend, and a friend of my, uh, my we'll call him my cousin, for lack of a better term. He's like my step-cousin through marriage, twice removed, blah, 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 blah. It's sure, easier cousin. to just call him cousin. So um, he was chit-chatting about something, and he works in radio, actually. So, like, he was... Um, talking about something and i said oh yeah our podcast just finished a year and he goes oh you do a podcast what's it about and i was like oh fuck me like now i have to explain this that's why i don't tell my family members about the podcast and so i used the term the lifestyle at one point and he was like what lifestyle and i was like oh it was like the bdsm lifestyle and he's like mupacabra again clearly didn't call me mupacabra it was like I didn't, I had no idea. And I was like, really? Really? No idea, huh? Like, he's like, no, I would have never thought that about you. And I was like, oh, no, I feel like I have this little secret inside here. I thought everybody knew. Maybe it's just our friends that keep harassing me about a praise kink. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, you make it very obvious among our Discord server. I got nothing to yeah, hide. For, for, for some of us, you, you were a flashing beacon. And it's just like, oh, got gotcha. <laughs> we'll just we'll just harass her for the rest of forever. It's yeah, fun to watch her turn I, I, pink. For anybody that that may have listened to our past podcasts, I think one of the best indicators was one time when you were like, "I can't adult anymore. I just want a juice box into color." I'm. It's like, oh, hold on. There you go. Fruit punch. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Hey, I still literally what. I, I still Young drink. Uh, I'm in my teens over here with monsters. Capri Suns. My my husband actually, when I went for the second time, actually when I went back up the stairs, he's like, "You left the bathroom light on the first time." He's like, "You got to stop doing that." And I was like, "Okay." There were better ways to say that, but thank you for reminding me. I will turn off the light. And the second time when I went to leave, he was like, "Hey, you left the light on, silly girl." And I was oh. like. Uh, Sorry, Danny. Uh, it was a try. I was like, I'll go get that. <laughs> right, I will go get the light. Thank you. Like, You see, the the way that it should have been handled and how Moo, I believe, would have liked to it. You're not my handled- dad, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's in response to, you left the light on. Stop doing that. You're yeah. not my dad. You know, yes. instead, it should be more like, uh, hey, Moo, uh, could you please turn off the bathroom light? Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. Mm-hmm. Click. Would you kindly? <laughs> oh, would you kind of? That just leads yeah. into a completely different pre-programmed set of. Uh... Oh man! Yeah, you need to go play Bioshock One, and just listen. Good game, and then play Bioshock Two. Yes. Good game. Don't play Infinite. Yeah, I've seen parts of Infinite, but yeah. don't play oh, Infinite. No. I like Infinite. One. Look, Infinite had a cool background. It's just that nothing mattered. Yeah, I kind of got yeah, the feeling okay. when I watched that. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. Anything else? 
I think we're good then. Good wrap up to the first episode of season two, everyone. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the Nerdgasm podcast, the podcast where we do indeed talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. Uh, If you'd like to go ahead and catch us in a couple of different places, you can kind of, excuse me. Ooh, burp. Let's keep that in. That was sexy. Uh, You can find me uh, online at twitch.tv slash Merlin underscore sensei. You can also go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Merlin sensei, all one word. And you can go ahead and check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Merlin sensei. Actually, real quick on the burping is my poly partner, Cam Girl. And most requested item she gets is 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 burps. Huh. huh. There you go, Merlin. Yeah. Yep. Become part of the polycule. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> you could uh, be a cam girl. Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, I've been Switch Riggs as well. You can find me on the Twitter, Twitch, and, and TikTok. Also the YouTube with the Switch underscore Riggs with the Double G? Go ahead, 12, it's your cue, go ahead. 12, it's your turn, I'm last. Yeah, oh, Moose always last. First, first, I'm, oh, fair enough, I'm the dude decahedra on the 12-sided guide. Find me at 12-sided guide all the places. Eventually there'll be things to check out. Now that is awesome. 12-sided guy with the number 12, just so you all know. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. For, the, for the moment, I'm going to be grabbing the, the, the spell versions too, now that I think about it. Yep. Get those He's just domains. greedy, he takes everything. True. They have been Merlin Sensei, Switch Rigs, and 12-Sided Guy. I continue to be the Mupacabra. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Mupacabra, M-O-O-P-A-C-A-B-R-A, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mupacabra, spelled the exact same way. Collectively, you can find the now four of us on Twitter at Nerdgasm Inc. That's N3RDGA5MINC. We post new episodes every single Sunday. And if you are good little listeners, we are working on some special stuff that's going to be rolling out on Wednesdays here very shortly because we love you so much. Um, yeah, fantastic. Also, of course, special shout out to Gothic Moon Bunny. Uh, as always, you can go ahead and follow her on Twitter and Patreon. No, no, not Patreon. What are you talking about? Only yeah, fans. Not, not Patreon. Uh, uh, Only fans. Only, Only fans. fans. The other one. We got we got four people now. We're, we're slowly climbing. We're getting there. I forget. I forget sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yes, be sure to join us next time. Uh, as always, try and remember to be excellent to each other. Absolutely. Enjoy yourselves and love yourselves. Be good to yourselves. Give yourselves grace. Oh my goodness. Uh, Celebrate. uh, Pick your chocolate day and do not pick white chocolate because white chocolate is trash and it's for toddlers. That's completely Why white chocolate, my man? White chocolate is delicious. Have you ever had a white chocolate pumpkin-shaped Reese's? I have. White actually. chocolate Reese's are garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage. How fucking dare you? <laughs> I fucking do. You want to know how fucking dare I? No white chocolate Reese's. Fuck your Frankenberry. Get out of my Halloween cereals. Get out of my Halloween have candy. Have you never had a zero bar? A zero bar is best candy bar. 
Well, let's continue. Ta- I am table. chubby. There are dark circles under my eyes, and I will fight you let's, like the raccoon in an anus. Let's ta- table that fight for later. <laughs> we got a situation here, huh? We got a situation. <laughs> let's table the argument, for, but <laughs> but everyone for the for the podcast. Uh-huh. Just got all up outside of his shirt just now. There was yep. a situation. Very true. That's right. Stretch marks and everything. For my outro, everybody, by the way, <laughs> as we were trying to get to, for all of those sexy spice spice pumpkin loving goth girls, keep it naughty. Love you all. Yep, we will go ahead and talk at you all later. Bye for now. Bye, Bye everybody. White chocolate's the best. Fuck you.